It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, Episode 20, Between the Shows. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. You are probably not commuting because most of us are on summer break. Maybe, maybe you're teaching summer school. Like I know our district's doing a virtual summer, summer school, um, so maybe it's your plan time there. But uh, welcome to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. I am Mike, a principal extraordinaire out of Lansing, Illinois. And I'm Josh Buckley, a social studies teacher from Mesa, Arizona. We want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. <laughs> That's right. You don't need to have, you know, your, your mohawk held up with Elmer's glue or your beat up old van shoes to be a part of the Punk Rock Classrooms. Here we are all punk rockers. It's about bringing that punk rock mindset to our schools and and classrooms. So. On the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast today, Mike and I wanted to talk about this idea of between the shows, right? So we always on this on the podcast talk about like teaching and being in the classroom or being the school day as sort of the show for, for punk rock educators, right? And so we want to talk a little bit about, well, what happens between the show? What, what, did, what do punk bands do between the show? What, what should educators, what should principals and leaders in education do between quote unquote the show? You know, I was, I was in a punk band and between the shows, it was all about practicing. It was about uh, writing those new songs. It was about getting those flyers together, right? Maybe we, right, right. you know, bands will take that break from touring and they'll record that album, those songs that they've been working on. Uh, and they'll, they'll refine and, and, and get better. Even in the punk rock world, it might not seem like three chords can get any better, but <laughs> they can. I, I remember for us, we tried to make sure we were working one time to make sure that we could play uh, the show without stopping between songs. Right. Like so, just- yeah, we, we wrote a set list to where every song led into the next song. So you could hit the power chord out to end one song and the key would be the same to just the drum fill would hit and then we'd go into the next song. So we tried to like, cool. yeah, we tried to do like a blast of like, okay, here's our, like, we want to make sure we can play, I don't know, 12 songs. So no, we don't talk. No one talks right. on this. No one talks on this, on this, on this stage right. tonight. We're just going to blaze through all these songs and just literally be like, one, two, three, four, like a very Ramones flip into the next song if we had to. But like, those are the things that we see bands do. And so since it's summer, Mike and I thought we'd talk about what does it mean and, and what, what do we do as educators and, and what do we think yeah. is a good idea for educators to do between shows, whether that's the school year or between periods, right? Uh, of your, winter break. Yeah, I mean, winter break. Anytime. Anytime. And so, I think one of the things comes down to this idea as educators and, you know, you and I have talked about lesson plans before and how they're both a, a good and an evil, right? Like right. demanding right. lesson plans be turned every week as a, as a, as a leader is a kind of a silly thing to do, right? Unless right. you're going to like, those are weird things. Like unless I look at it this way, you know, le- we need lesson plans because you can't just walk in. A teacher can't just walk right. in every day and be like, willy-nilly, here's what we're going to do. But when administration requires lesson plans and all they're doing is checking, did you Did you submit something? <laughs> now, if, if the administrator is going to actually look at the lesson plan 
and work with the teacher like hey let's discuss this unit what right what like you- if it's a, if it's a building if it's like right in capacity and if it's you know helping no one- a struggling new educator or something like that right hardly any administrators do that you know right. <laughs> they're using it as the compliance checklist for the evaluations um right but but so, that doesn't mean we. That, but that doesn't mean as an educator, I don't plan, right? Do I right, write? Right. Do I write page upon page of lesson plans? No. But no. what I do is I create my calendar, right? Here's how this right. unit's going to be structured. I plan out my unit. I peg kind of what each day is going to be look like. What are the activities I want to sprinkle in? And so we talk about this idea, like as a band, we would plan between shows about what was our set list going to look like. Right. Were we putting together a new song? Did we screw up that song last time? Right. right. And do we need to, do we need to like be better at that? Do we need to do that better? And so like as a high school teacher, I teach uh, the same thing all day, right? I teach five periods when I, right now I, as a part-time teacher uh, and the other half running around doing union stuff, I only teach three classes, but I teach the same. I just teach government for three periods of the day, right? Okay. Um, and then before I had maybe taught, uh, there was a year that I taught all econ. I taught five sections of econ all day. And you know, as an educator, Mike, you used to be a, a junior high teacher. Uh, you would teach a lesson and you'd be like, oh, that did not work this hour. <laughs> and right. then you'd take, you'd take that like literally five minutes between classes to go like, okay, what do I need to do differently this hour? Right? right. Like that's, that's one of those things between the show about being being reflective, right? Like between lessons, between periods, between days, like educators are, we're reflective by nature because, you know, we're trying to do things better. And, and for me, that's a big piece of what it looks like. And that's also part of the summer, right? Like, right. especially this year, man, I have, oh, yeah. I don't know what the school year is going to look like this year, but right. um, I am for sure. We start remotely where I'm at. We're going to start remotely at least for, at least for two weeks. We're remote. Right. Um, Some of the districts in, in my area have said, we're going to be remote for the first quarter. Right. So we're, we're we're going to be remote until October. And so we're kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen in my district. But for me, I go like, okay, so I know I start remote. So how do I engage my students to find out who they are? How do I build those relationships virtually? Right. That's the planning I've got to do right now. I know right. my curriculum, right? Right. I have to figure out how to deliver it in an, in an online environment. But really, these first two weeks when I'm with kids, as we ease into this idea of school this year, it really comes out. I got to plan. How do I get to know them online? Right. What are the things I can do to do that? And I don't know that I have an answer for it. Right. Um, I don't know if anybody does. Right. But, <laughs> but if, but if I just wait until we start August 4th, if on August 3rd, I sit down and go, all right, how am I going to do this? It's not going to work really well. Right. Just right. like, just like bands who would, if you didn't plan what songs you were going to play or you didn't practice until the day before the show, you were going to put on a crappy show. It was like, going to be a disaster. There's no way around it. So as a, as a, um, as an administrator, Mike, what does planning look like for you between school years? What do you do? You know, what does that look like for you uh, in the day? What does it look like for you between school days or between yeah, quarters? I mean, so what changes for you? I mean, I'm always self-reflecting, um, you know, and anytime I have an interaction with, you know, a parent, a student, a teacher, um, uh, we have a staff, staff meeting. I mean, anything 
you know, even going into a classroom, like I always am reflecting of what could I have done differently or better for the next time. Um, And that, that's just a part of me. I mean, like I said, when I was a teacher, did the same thing, like in between those, you know, you got those three, four minutes to right. the next group. So even me, like I'll walk out of a classroom and I'm starting to think before I go to the next one, like, all right, may, do I sit somewhere else? Should I sit closer to the, you know, the kids in the back? Should I go at the teacher's desk? Like, so it's just little things like that, always trying to think about. But in between school years, um, you know, it's interesting, like we, most across the country, most, most administrators usually have like the, I think like the month of July off our district doesn't We're 12 months. Um, you know, it's summer hours. So, you know, it's Monday through Thursday, you know, Fridays are off right now. It's really weird because it's like, we only, you know, have to go into the office for so many like live hours and do the rest from home. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, it's just a lot of, you know, the, the, it's kind of like the beginning of the summer I'm looking at how the last year went. I mean, from day one, even before day one of the, the yeah. school year to, to the end, like what are the, what are obstacles that came up? You know, I got like my little Evernote, which things will come up like, Oh, plan or think about this for next year. And yeah, just kind of looking at that, like what, what are solutions or not even solutions, but what are different approaches I could have taken? Um, and kind of how do I want to approach my staff? Cause now I've been with the same staff. We, we've got very small turnover um, for six years. So you know, I want to stay fresh. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you you don't want to play the same show for the same, you know, the same people for six years, right? And and that's the same thing that that happens with bands. Bands who don't progress, you know, are just, fans are going to be like, this is the same thing I heard the last three albums. This is the same show I've seen, you know, every time they come to town, I'm done with it. So once I kind of look at what went wrong or what I need to improve on for myself and my leadership style, then like kind of like the second half of the year, like, which is kind of where we're getting right now in July, I'm starting to look to the future. So it's like, all right, here's how I think I need to change myself. Here's my approaches. So here, what am I going to do in the future? You know, so we start looking at like scheduling and student placements. And I start looking at, you know, what's my theme for the year going to be like every year we kind of have a theme, you know, like this past school year, it was so good. They can't ignore us. So we were trying to promote all the positivity um, and just like the, the kind acts that kids would do and teachers would do. And like, we make spectacles. So what, how are we going to build off that? What's the new theme going to be? Um, just trying to look for me, kind of like the function of the schooling, it runs itself. I mean, our culture it's, it's all, everyone's all in, you know, all all the staff are all in, no matter what your role is. So I know like the school day and the things that need to get done are going to get done. So now it's just more about like that whole kind of culture piece. What are we going to do with this? Um, I'm, I'm focusing a lot this summer on, you know, two years ago, because we didn't do the state assessment this year. So I don't think anyone did their state assessments, but two years ago we were, a few points away from meeting that threshold, our IEP students were three points away. And that put our entire school in the underperforming category, mm-hmm. which, you know, we, this year we were supposed to take that state assessment right, and right. show them, Hey, look, we're not underperforming. Well, we didn't take the state assessment because of COVID um, state said, Illinois is like your designation still stands. So you're still going to be right. underperforming for the 2021 school year. Um, Honestly, it doesn't look like we're going to take state assessment this school year either. 
with everything yeah, I going just, on. I just go like, how do we, like, uh, what does that even look like? Right. So I'm trying to look because at Because you, like, you could think like how many, how many appeals can be written to say like, look, last school right. year was so screwed up. It's good. It right. impacts this school year dramatically. Right. So how do we test this school year? You know? So, so I'm trying to look at what are ways, one, we're not letting that label define us. We know right. that that's just some arbitrary thing that the state's put out, you know? And so we don't let that bring us down, but I'm trying to look at ways like how can we, if we do testing and anyone who's listening to the podcast knows, like I am not like, Hey, we're going to teach you the test and we're all about raising test scores. I'm all about, you know, people, but I do need to look at that, you know, I, and we have to have somewhat of a focus. So I'm, I'm trying to look at that and work with the other principals in my yeah. district. Um, just what are some ways to, get better prepared or for the state assessment without taking away from the most important piece, which is, you know, especially now with everything going on in our world, the social, social, emotional aspect. Right. So right. that's, you know, that's, that's kind of me. I'm not like a, I hate making schedules, Josh, you know, like <laughs> I, I, that's, I, we've, we've talked about your, we've talked that you're not the data guy. So no, if, like, if it involves I, I, a spreadsheet, I imagine you're not on board. <laughs> no, I mean like, you know, when we were at the junior high, making a junior high, when I was a junior high assistant principal, making a schedule for 300 something kids that I was in charge of seventh grade, it's yeah. just, it's not fun. It's never perfect. And it's just, yeah. it's like, it's like that chess game that it never ends. Yeah. Um, like, so elementary is a little easier because the <laughs> teachers, the teachers make their time allotment sheets for me where they say, this is, you know, I, I give them the minutes. You need this many minutes for ELA, this many minutes for math. And then they divvy up throughout the day. Here's my math block. Here's my reading block. I still have to make the special schedule, which I'm currently working on it as if we are going back 100% as always, which I know that's not going to happen. So I'm making a schedule that maybe we'll put into place in January. Right. right. But we had a, we had a great administrator meeting yesterday. Um, if you saw, I had that really cool mask and thanks to <laughs> Carl O'Leary, he really spiced it up. He did, he did spice it up for you. <laughs> but we had a great conversation. We walked through as an admin team, Every scenario, if we, if we open full on from the start of the day to the end of the day, what, what obstacles are we going to face? Yeah, if we come yeah. back in a hybrid model, what obstacles are we going to face? If we come back completely remotely, what's the pros and cons? So it was nice to kind of, you know, this year of planning is completely different because we have to look right. at all these other you have to plan for You have to plan for four different ways with, you yeah. know, with who knows what's going to happen here in Arizona, our cases just keep going up. And so, you know, our governor comes out every couple of, you know, seven to 10 days to say like, okay, here's where we're at guys. Like, you know, um, but I hear you, man, like it definitely is this piece of planning. And I know my wife is a, my wife who's been a guest right. on the podcast is a high school administrator. And this is the summer where everything you plan, you plan a bunch of stuff and then you go like, okay, well, I can't use that. Right. Because it's we're not, we're not going to do it that way. So, all right, and back to the drawing board. And it's hard because it's, you don't want to, like, you don't want to not put a hundred percent into each of these plans. Right, right. Because you don't know which one's going to work. Right. Because what if the one you kind of just half-assed and were like, yeah, well, they we're definitely not going to do that. Because we've learned this year that don't ever say that's never going to happen. 
you know, you don't want to push right. that one to the side, spend five minutes on it. And right. then it's like, that's the one you need. And now you're looking at it. You're like, right. okay, I've got a school full of students, families, and staff. And this is what I need to now. Right. It's, we, you know, you said you guys are going back remotely yeah. for at least the first two weeks. You know, we talked about every scenario. Um, all of the administrators, the superintendent, he asked us, what is your personal preference? We all varied, you know, of what we wanted for yeah. based, you know, based on our different needs and our schools. Um, our school board will decide on uh, next Wednesday. So today is Friday the 10th. So, you know, Wednesday we're going to, we'll, we'll know, which will be nice because then you have more of a focus. Like, okay, this right. is what we're planning for. But like we just said, you can't just have that be your only focus. Right, because it can change, right? You know, they can come back in August and be like, look, here's the second wave is here. Yeah. No one's going anywhere. Everything's shut back down. I mean, right. it, when you look at the world, I mean, these, these establishments that reopen in their phases are all of a sudden, and some of them are reverting back. Yeah. And it's interesting where I live because, you know, I live in Indiana. I work in Illinois. I'm right on the border. Indiana is completely different. Like, they're because their numbers have been so much lower than Illinois. Right. And it's weird because I'm right here next to both, but Indiana, they're like, we're going back full on. Like we're going back, you know, Monday through Friday, all day kids are, kids are here. Yeah. Whereas my school, which is what, two miles, three miles from where I live is like, yeah, we might not come back. We might come in a hybrid. It's, it's just, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the weird thing about, about all this. So um, now that, now that, you know, we're in this summer mode right now and, you know, when we're on break, one of the things that I think, you know, bands do too, and that, that, that artists do and that this sort of thing, like in between the show, it just can't be plan, plan, plan. It just can't be no. nose to the grindstone we've got to do a little bit of that self-care work, right? We've got right. to do a little bit of like taking care of ourselves because how are we going to, how are you going to put on the best show, right? How right. are you going to, how are you going to be your best on stage? How are you going to be your best to engage your students in what you do if you're not taking care of yourself? And so I know right now you're training for marathon, but at the same time you moved <laughs> and had to pack everything up so what's your what's your routine been like this year or what do you wish you were doing maybe differently um and and what does it look like for you to kind of take care of yourself between over the weekend or between school years like we just talked about planning how do you how do you deal with you know kind of recharging yourself right it's uh and then it's so important because i'll tell this our staff all the time you know hey, it's the weekend, it's okay not to bring stuff home. Hey, enjoy, it's winter break, enjoy time with your family. And, you know, everyone needs to just shut down and right. back away from, because being an educator, it's, I mean, it's physically, emotionally, mentally exhausting. That's what we have to deal with day in and day out sometimes. And, you know, you, you can't give your all for, for just your students, then come home if you have a family and, and not be ready for them. So, right. you know, I tell them you, you have to shut down. And um, it's, it's funny because I say that, but then I don't follow it. Because I remember, um, you know, every time I try, like if we go on vacation, like a family, well, not anymore, but when we used to do family vacation to go somewhere, you know, I after a few days, I start to feel like, man, I haven't opened my computer. I haven't done anything. Yeah. I, 
I feel, I get this like nervous feeling like, like I'm falling behind. I'm not an effective leader. I'm not a, a effective educator. And I start kind of judging myself in every aspect. Like, well, am I a good father? Am I doing this? Like, and I remember I was talking to Adam Welcome about it. And he was like, dude, he's like, you need to just shut down from work. It's don't feel bad that you're not doing something every day, all day with right. it. He's like, that's, that's not healthy for you. So I'm learning still to try to get there, but you know, we, we got to take care of ourselves. We talked about this on a few episodes, you know, we found the, the, the Zen episode we talked about, you know, you need to have something that's just for you, something, you know, that, that you enjoy. For me, it's running. It's been very difficult to train <laughs> with the move because I'm telling you, man, like if at the end of the day, even still like this past week, like we've pretty much got everything unpacked that needs to be unpacked. You know, yeah. of course there's the boxes of stuff. It's like, we should have got rid of this. Cause are we ever going to use it? It's probably sitting here in a box collecting dust, but you know, just hanging stuff up, getting decorations up. And you know, it's at the end of the day, like just kind of look at my wife. It's like, Oh, I'm exhausted. And then, you know, this week has been much better. That alarm's going off. And I'm not making excuses. I'm like, all right, I'm tired. But if I don't get up and go go run, I'm not going to go later because it's going right. to be 105 degrees out. Right. So yeah, it's just making finding that time and and making it and and you know you got to stick to it. It's 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 tough and it's okay to to shut down. I mean, if you don't like like I said, you're going to burn yourself out. And um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, dude, I, I I feel you the same way. Like for me, I'm really bad without a schedule. So the summertime is like really is is one of those things that i struggle to like keep up with stuff sometimes just right. because i'm i'm so used to uh either routine of my normal work week right and so <clears throat> summers are tough sometimes but for me it really comes down to like trying to shut it off and and i agree with you i have i have the same sort of trouble right like my work email is on my phone yeah um because like because of my role in in the right. district there's stuff that I get at all hours of the day. Now I do, I try, I made, uh, you know, I talked to my, you know, the, my faculty reps and my executive board and said like, Sunday's my day where I don't, I'm not going to answer an email. Like, right. I, and then I try not to answer anything during the school year. I was like, okay, so after six, I'm like, you can yeah. text, you can text the, the office phone and let me know if it's an emergency. Otherwise, like, I'm not going to answer my work phone after right. six o'clock. Right. Like I, I just can't do it. Um, and so it comes down to like, find, like you said, finding that way to kind of take care of yourself and kind of wind down and kind of rest, right? Because we've got right. to recharge so we can go back in. And I think part of that recharging can come down to this idea of like, how do we learn and grow? That isn't as taxing sometimes as planning or the run, run, run of, of the education school year. Right. During the summer, I try to find myself learning some new stuff. Right. And, and, and trying to listen to, to new things to find out new stuff so I can, so I can be better. Right. Right. Because I don't have to focus in on teaching every day. So I've got some time to kind of <clears throat> you can hone your craft. Right. You can right. Learn, exactly. Get some new tools in your toolbox that right. you're going to bring in. And it's so true. I mean, to tune the guitar up, put some new right. strings on it. Right. Like but that's I mean, what it comes down to look at some of these interviews with you, you see these great bands who end up breaking up or taking a, a long hiatus and 
almost every time it's like, well, we were on tour for literally two years straight. Yeah. Well, yeah, you need some downtime. Like no one can handle that. I mean, you know, I'm going to, I'll never forget, you know, Blink-182, like I'm a fan of theirs, you know, the, the newer album, not so much, but, um, you know, the first one they put out with Matt Skiba was good. This newest one that they put out, I, I didn't care for. <laughs> but when, when Blink-182 came back from a hiatus and they put out that self-titled one, yeah, had a song. I'm feeling this. I miss you. And you know, I remember reading articles saying like, "Oh, Blink 22's grown up. They're not doing all the fart jokes anymore. Um, like, they're taking it seriously." That's still one of my favorite albums, and it was so different. I remember reading an interview where uh, it was Mark or Tom said, "You know, Travis walked in, and he had with him like a turntable and like some weird instruments, just stuff that he's learned or things he picked up." Right. You know in between when they weren't together touring or recording and then they, they, they incorporated into that new sound they had in it. I mean, for me, like I said, it was one of my favorites still is, I'll still listen to that record. Um, you've got to learn things. And like you said, during the school year, it's tough because you go to a PD and you're you like, get the, you get the fire hose, right? You get the fire hose of like, this is the thing. And then you're like, I don't have time to integrate. Exactly. Right. That's what it is. You're like, that's great but I can't do that right now. Cause I'm focusing on ABC, XYZ. Like right. so over the summer, that's the perfect time to, for, for educators to learn stuff. And, and, you know, a lot of educators do, you know, they'll take the time off at the beginning of June or July. And then for me, when I, when I was a teacher and I had summers off by, by mid July, early, you know, August was hitting, I was getting anxious to get back at that point. And right. every school year, man, when August hit, I read Harry Wong's first day. Oh, I can't remember now. The first day of school, yeah. the first day of teaching. I always read that every summer to get like my mind back going for it. But uh, yeah, you got to you you've got to learn new things, right? And I think if, so. For me, this summer, uh, you know, I've been reading. Um, I'm working on second on my second master's right now, so that kind of mm -hmm. helps do some. You know, it's forcing me to do some right. more reading and some more stuff. Right. Uh, but you know, last summer I you know grabbed a handful of books and and took them on vacation uh, about trauma informed care uh, right. and hacking school discipline and a couple other things that I had read over the summer. This summer, you know, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of reading and watching stuff on um on restorative justice and yeah. and and how do how could i use that in my classroom right like perfecting my you know perfecting my craft there like what's a new way that i can learn to interact with my kids um diving a little deeper into what does it mean to to do trauma-informed care and equity work that we're doing in our district has been really helpful for me to kind of like press a little further and learn a little more so that right when we when we get back to the classroom virtual or in person uh, I'm better. Right. I mean, like that's, right. that's the, that's the point of being like, you are never going to be a perfect teacher and that's okay. Right. Like there's always something that we can get better at. So if you've got a little bit of time, uh, one of that part of like, you know, rest and recharge, but then like rejuvenate yourself in your classroom. And, right. and, and you and I talked, we met, uh, last year, last summer on, in a mastery chat. Right. Right, and that was, right. and, and, you know, I had, I had talked about this before uh, on a reflection episode um, about how, like, I was in an education rut, right? Right. And it really took diving into some of those opportunities to learn from, from people, to talk with people, and not talk with people like, what is my district doing today? Or what's my right. classroom look like today? But to really have a discussion about 
education philosophy and, and big picture ideas about what's the purpose and goal of education, what's wrong with our systems that we can upend and do differently. And if we're not having those conversations, then we're just going to get back into the same routine right. where we're not, we want to believe that we're hitting all the needs of every kid in our classroom. Right. Right. But we know, we just know that that's not true if we're not coming back to the well and, 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 and trying something different and reworking and redoing our stuff. And, and that between shows is a really good time to do that. Oh, it's the, yeah, it's definitely the best time. Cause like I said, you have, you know, your, your mind is almost kind of clear because you're not dealing with the day in day out of every day, you know, stresses. So you can put, you can do what you need to do with your family and enjoy your passions and you could still learn. I mean, um, and, and put a focus and really think, okay, here's how I can incorporate this in and maybe even start planning it, you know, planning right. out how am I going to do this? So, I mean, if you yeah. just walk, if, if you leave, let's just say your school year ends to you, you walk out that school June 1st and then you walk in September 1st and you've done nothing but stuff for yourself. You've done no, no, no reflecting, no planning, no reading. You're going to be the same as you you've been. And that's, that's not going to help anybody, you know? Right, right. And it, you can find all those little ways. My wife and I have found some really good education, you know, some other education podcasts. We, we took the dog for a walk. We split our AirPods. Yeah. We t- split our AirPods up. You know, we're both educators and we were listening to a podcast about, you know, um, sort of systematic, uh, the issues with, um, you know, how do we bring social and racial justice into the classroom, right? right? right. And that was a really good listen. And look, I got to take my dog for a walk. That's what I, you know, like, otherwise he's going to be, you can hear him probably barking in the background episode. So if you do, um, you got to take him for a walk. So I might as well learn a little bit while I do it. Right. right? Um, And the same thing, like, look, summer's that time where you might be painting or you might be moving into that new house or you might be doing something and you might as well watch something or listening to something that, that can maybe help you be better at at what we want to do. Cause as teachers, we want to make sure as educators, we want to make sure that we're able to do the best for, for every student who walks into our classroom. Right. And if we're not expanding our scope of what that means or looking into how we get better at that, then like you said, you were going to walk in September 1st and be the same teacher you were at the end, at the beginning of June. And you might think you're awesome and, and kudos to everybody who thinks like I'm the best teacher ever, but I don't, Look, perfection isn't something that happens. Like, right? We got to continue to get better at it. Um, this has been a discussion on, you know, this idea of what do we do between shows. And um, next episode is uh, Mike's either going to have a glorious reflection for you, or he's going to find someone to chat with for that for that punk rock collaboration. But remember that you can follow us on Twitter at Punk Classrooms. You can follow Mike on Twitter at Edgy Chef Earnshaw. You can follow me there at Josh R Buckley. All of those also work for Instagram as well. You can hit the website, uh, punkrockclassrooms.com. We've got blogs up. We've got podcast notes that you can listen to the podcast and check out the notes there for the shows. Uh, We've got, you know, uh, our merch store up there. If you want to come to the merch table, find find the right gear to roll into the rest of summer, right? It's hot. You're going to, you need a new t-shirt. You need a tank top. We got them. Yeah, definitely. They're there. <laughs> we got them. You can check it out. Uh, so definitely follow us on those spots. Yeah, definitely. And then we got the hashtag punk rock classrooms. Um, you know, 
sometimes we put out slow chats, you know, anything we kind of tweet out, we use the hashtag, so follow that to see what we, we got going on. And then, Josh. Yes, sir. What have you been listening to this last week? All right, man. I have been on a tremendously large, uh, like, hardcore kick. And so uh, hardcore sort of metal – and I dove into what Revelation Records has been putting out, right? It's been a long time since I've dove into some of those catalogs. And yeah, I didn't even know they were – when you told me yeah. the other day, I didn't even know they were still around. Yeah, so they're putting out, out good stuff too, man. So I, I listened to a, a band called Drain, uh, which is sort of a thrashy, hardcore metal sort of mixture of stuff. They've got an album that came out this year called California Cursed. Good stuff uh it is uh it's it's like a good not too tough guy hardcore but it, it balances between sort of like thrash thrash metal and tough guy hardcore nice. so it's a, it's a, it's what that's been that's i've been jamming out to that nice, nice how about you sir what have you been listening to well i wanted to say it was going to be something different because this you mentioned this on your reflection last week but you know I, it, this is the only record i've been listening to all week is ronin by riding out I mean, dude, like, if it wasn't for you mentioning last week on the, on the reflection, I, I probably wouldn't listen to it again. Cause I remember when it first came out, I gave it like one or two listens. I was like, man, this is a good record. And then you re uh, referenced it and I'm like, I'm going to try it out again. It's like you and I have talked about it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so good. If you so haven't good. checked it out yet, you need to. It's, there's, there's just something about it that just, I mean, his vocals are great, dude. I like they're yes. the they're the worst in the best way yes. possible. It's and oh gosh, it's good. It, if if we do at the end of the year, maybe we should do this. Uh, kind of our top five, top ten albums Ooh. of twenty twenty. What year? Twenty twenty. Yeah, that'll be up there. <laughs> that's gonna be up there, man. Definitely. So that's me. But all uh, right, all right, man. <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, you know, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, please make sure if you follow it or if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, follow it on there. Give us a nice review on iTunes. We appreciate that. Uh, and uh, you know what, guys? We'll see you at the show. At the show.